Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message. Well, thank you very much. Um, do you know the guy in the, in the picture now? Any Star Trek fans here? All right. That is Captain... That's Captain Picard. And this is what he says. It is a statement that opened every front, every um, episode of Star Trek. He says, space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's continuing mission to explore our explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Captain Picard, Star Trek, The Next Generation. Let's take another quote from another great person, this one from Longfellow, a poet, an English poet. Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. Leaving behind us footprints on the sands of time. Edward Ward says, do more than Belong, participate. Do more than care, help. Do more than believe, practice. Do more than be fair, be kind. Do more than forgive, forget. Do more than dream, work. Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself, what makes you come alive and go do that? Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Gil Billy. Edward Gardner. It is not what you take, but what you leave behind that defines greatness. It is not what you take, but what you leave behind. It is not how much they pay you. It is what contribution you make. That really matters. There is a lofty ambition than merely to stand high in the world. It is to stoop down and lift mankind a little higher. To stoop down and lift mankind a little higher. I'd like you to look around you. What do you see? You see the monitors? You see what I'm holding? You see the cameras? Um, what else do you see? You see the light and all that. Now, have you paused to think that the things we see around us, be they television, there was a time when these were not in existence. So there was a time when there was no radio. There was a time when there was no car. 
there was a time when there was no aeroplane. There was a time when there were no buildings, there were no offices. There was a time when we did not write with pens. Today, it is not even writing with pens. We write with computers. There was a time when there were no computers, there were no internet, there were no telephones, there were definitely no fabrics. Somebody dreamt them into being. Sometimes when you are young, you take the things you see for granted as if they have always been there. It's like the way you look at your parents. At the time you became aware, your parents were already adults, so you think they've always been adults. It never occurs to you that they were once like you. They were once small. They were once as naughty as you are um, um, today. There was a time when a lot of the things we take for granted did not exist. I still remember when I started work in the 70s, um, the computers we used to have in those days, they were called mainframe. And we had, I was working with SNIT. We had rooms that were about a quarter the size of this room just to contain, hold one computer. And that computer's capacity is less than the capacity of your mobile phone right now. Huge things doing nothing. I still remember the first generation mobile phones in Ghana. You remember them? They were, they were phones you could fight with, you could defend yourself with. They were huge and heavy. You know, if somebody attacked you, you could easily hit them with it and they would be right to the hospital. Today, look at, the, look at the mobile phones. And those mobile phones, huge as they were, they could only do one thing. Make and receive calls. Full stop. No testing. Testing came much later. Today, you do everything with your mobile phone. So let's look at a few questions. Questions that many of us, it keeps us awake. What if I lose my job? What if I have a serious accident? What if I become very ill, so ill that I have to be taken care of? What kind of emotion do these questions bring into your mind and into your heart? Are you, do they make you anxious? Do they make you stressful? Do they make you afraid? For many of us, we are so busy. Some of you are so busy, very, very busy, young as you are. And your lives are so full. But the question is, full of what? You don't have time for anything else, and yet full of what? For many of us, our lives are filled with anxiety, fear, and worry. Now, if that is the case, your life may be full, but it's definitely not fulfilled. A life of negativity, a life of negative feelings, is an empty life. So what is lacking? You need peace, joy, excitement. It is almost as if your life is a vacuum waiting to be filled, and until it is filled, all that you have is pain. 
And the pain is trying to tell you something. The pain is saying it is time to stretch yourself, to unleash your potential, to grow into your greatness. You know, in Ghana, we have a pastime. We like to sit back and watch people living their dream, and then we cut them down. Um, you see somebody driving a nice car, oh, don't mind him, they are cocaine, he's a cocaine person. You see somebody living in a nice house, oh, don't mind him, he is this. We do not realize that it is time for we ourselves to stretch into our fullest potential. Have you ever asked yourself these questions? Why am I in this world at this time, in this place, in this body? Not why was I born. Why are you in this world at this time? You could have been born at any other time, at this, in this place, in this particular body. Not the body you wish you had been born with, but the body you are born with. Have you ever asked yourself that question? Do you see yourself as an accident? Or do you see yourself as part of a design? Were you born by accident? I know that some of you, your mother told you that when she told your father that she was pregnant, your father said she should go and abort. And so you've, raised, you've been raised up thinking that you were you unwanted and you were an accident. I don't think anybody is an accident. Do you think you've seen all there is to see, done all there is to do, to do, known all there is to know, or do you believe that there is much more ahead for you? My job here is to challenge all of us to open our minds because there is still room in this world for dreamers. It is a dreamer who brought television into being. It is a dreamer who brought a car into being. The world is transformed by people who dream, who dare to see that which does not exist and say, I will do it. But they do more than that. They go beyond dreaming and they make things happen. You know, do you realize, do you, do you realize that the hen is a bird? Do you know that? But do you know when the bird remembers it is, it is, when the hen remembers it is a bird? Who knows? When does the hen fly? When it is in danger. That's the only time the hen flies. And as soon as the danger is over, the hen forgets that it is a, it is a bird. It comes back to earth and hops around. Some of us are like that. The students here, you keep on putting yourself down and think, I'm not capable, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. But haven't you realized when you've been set an impossible deadline for an assignment and you sat up all night and delivered it, have you had that experience before? And suddenly you realize that, my goodness, I can do a lot, eh? I am fantastic. I can really, really push myself and do it. As soon as that assignment is delivered, guess what? We forget we are fantastic. We lean back. So which one are you? The hen? That remembers to fly only when it is being chased and it's in danger. 
or the eagle that flies all the time and flies to the highest possible level. There are two types of dreamers and two types of dream. There's the one we all dream at night. Sometimes we wake up and we don't remember. That kind of dream, sometimes the, the, the nature of the dream depends upon what you ate just before you slept. Then there's the dream we do, we, we do with our eyes open. The dream that says, I will make a difference. So, today I want to share with you ten steps. Ten steps that will help you to become the kind of dreamer that the world needs. That will make you wake up and accomplish much more than you ever imagined possible. Much more than anybody thinks possible. You know, whilst we go into that, I would want you to take out of your mind the way society has defined you. Indeed, the way your parents may even have defined you. May I see by hand those whose parents told them that, hey, as for us, we are from a poor family. We are poor people, so be careful. Who has ever received that kind of advice before? We are poor people. We don't have anybody, so be careful. Today, I'm here to tell you, you are not a poor person. Forget about that advice. It was, it was a well-intended advice, but it is a foolish advice. No. Don't let where you were born define you. Be the one who redefines where you were born. Do you understand me? Be the one who forces people to look at your tribe in a whole new way. To look at your environment in a whole new way because of your accomplishment. You know, I'm a Fanti. And a Fanti raised in Kumasi, there's one thing you, you grow up with. They laugh at you. They, you know, the, my brothers, Ashantis, they believe they are the super tribe in Ghana. So they can go like, na Fanti nisu yenimpa. Fanti fopa, yekan nimpa, wese Fanti. You know, they don't, no respect. Then, I beat them in class and beat them on a football field, beat them on the athletics field, and then I ask, do you know who I am? I'm a fanti, you remember? Oh, and I saw you, we're different. We're different. <laughs> Suddenly, you are forcing them to redefine their concepts of who the fanti is. Let, you know, sometimes I wonder why we get angry when people insult our tribe. Because I'm not defined by my fantiness. That's not me. I'm not defined by my Ghanaian-ness. I'm not even defined by my Africanness. I'm a human being. And I'll compete with you and beat you in your field. I have often wondered why African players, black players, get angry when they are called monkey. And the people come and they are demonstrating what a monkey does. Listen to me. If you call me a monkey, then you are saying that you are the human being. Do you understand me? If I dribble you and I score you, who has scored you? If a monkey is scoring you the human being, then it is either one fantastic monkey or you are one foolish human being. But we get worked up. We get worked up about 
nobody says, hey, you, you are insulting me. No, let them insult you and let them swallow their words with your performance and with your contribution. Don't bother to fight narrow-minded people. Compel them to change their mind about you. To change their mind about you. I know people who don't respect women. Then they sit in a class with a woman and the woman beats all of them, counts first, and all of them are down there. And then they said, now, what do you say about women? Then they go, but she's a different person. Or a baby, she's a witch. That's how she can do that work. Be the one that compels people to change their paradigm about what you represent. So, have you been to South Central before? South Central is a very dead place. Though. It's a dead place. That's where I was born. Nothing happens in South Central. And yet, because of one man, there are people in Accra who come to Kumasi and they decide to go to South Central for tourism. Because of one man. It is possible. You can make the world, you can redefine people's concepts for them. So don't, don't be, don't, never fight a fight for your tribe. Hello? Never fight a fight for your tribe. It is a foolish fight. Leave foolish people to fight that fight. You're a human being. It was just by an accident that you happened to be there. You could have been born in any other tribe. But let your impact speak for itself. So that they can say that, as they say, in fact, for the Jimmy, but we are different. Do you understand me? So they can say that Ebes are tribalistic, but you, you are different. So they can say that Northerners are. You know, when you are giving examples. Oh, why are you laughing? Don't put me in trouble, I beg you. All right, I won't go there. The first step, believe that you are significant. You are not an accident. You are not a mere number. Believe in your potential. Too many of us look down upon our life, upon ourselves. And I understand, if you've been born in Ghana, you will look down upon yourself because of the way we were all raised. Many of you were raised with insults. I was. When my mother gets angry with me in those days and she wants to insult me, pa, she'll go like, when you desikanichu. For those who don't understand, your face is like the back of a knife. Even today, when I pick a knife, I always look at, where's the back of a knife? <laughs> Nobody has adequately shown me the back of a knife. I don't know the back of a knife. Believe that you are significant. Look, you are not an accident to you. You are not trying some. The days for modest, for um, false modesty must be over. Don't go and say, I am trying some. Be able to say, I will make a difference. I will make a difference. No, we are trying small, small. No, I would make a difference. Think of yourself that way. In Ghana, when people are confident, we say, oh, he's too known. What is wrong about being too known? My friends, be too known. Because what is the alternative? The alternative is a timid person who doesn't know anything. No. But be the kind of too-known person who backs your too-known with response. 
like Muhammad Ali. Everybody went to watch Muhammad Ali's fight because they wanted to see him beaten. Then he beats the people. Then they swallow their words. Then they wait for the next time to go and watch him again. Be confident. See yourself as significant. But it is not enough to see yourself as significant. You must also see the significance in other human beings, people around you. Sometimes the problem is that there are people who know their importance, but think that everybody else is useless. You must see the significance in every other person. You are not the only person who was born of a woman. You are not the only person who has a destiny upon his life. And until you can see the destiny in other people's lives, you are missing. Three. Believe in a hand beyond yourself. My worldview is that of Christian. It's the biblical worldview. I believe in a personal God. I know there are people who laugh at that and say, well... They don't believe in God. Fine. If your world is so small that God can't fit in, that's okay with you. But I believe that there is much more to this world. There's so much in your own life you can't explain. Do you watch soccer? How do you explain that somebody shoots at goal and it takes a deflection and goes out of the post? Somebody mistakes and it takes a deflection and comes in. Somebody shoots and he hits the bar. Another person shoots, just tries, and he goes in. No, there is much more to this world than we, see, we think. Believe that your world, your life is in a bigger hand than yourself. In other words, it is not about the petty thoughts you are thinking. There is a design upon your life. There was a purpose that was put upon your life, and the one who puts that purpose upon your life would work with you to make sure it happens, irrespective of the odds that you confront. Overcome fear. Fear of failure. Fear of the unknown. Fear of ridicule. Fear of shame. But even fear of fear itself. Now take steps toward achieving what you want. Nature rewards action. Nature rewards action. And today... I'm going to take you to your childhood. Do you remember your childhood? When you were learning to talk, when you were learning to walk. If you're a human being here, this is how you began. Do you remember those days? If you remember those, these days, you are a liar or you are a nyen, you shouldn't. But this is how you began. You didn't know anything. You didn't recognize anything. You screamed because you thought your world was over. That's why she's, he's crying. You know when babies are born, they think their world is over. Because for nine months, they've been comfortable in the womb of their mother. Then you grow into this. Again, helpless, you need people to help you out. Then you begin the phase of experimentation when you're trying things for yourself. Did you stop walking the first time you tried and you fell? No. Otherwise, you would have been a cripple. Do you know how many times you tried to stand up and your whole body was shaking and you sat down? But you didn't give it up. You continued. 
How many times did you start, did you learn to talk? You, at it, you kept at it till you were able. This is the face. That helpless child now becomes this. So, let's learn the lessons from the infant. Small steps matter. Don't despise them. To never give up. The child never gives up. Always try to do what you cannot do. Don't try something and give it up. If a baby does that, we'll have to say the baby is retarded. So if you do that, so think about it. Don't try something, you fail once and you stop. Because when a baby does that, we say the baby is retarded. Think about it. How many of you are retarded? Because you try something. You try your hands at mathematics, you failed. You ask mathematics today, I can't do. No. You kept at it. Be inspired by others. That's what the baby does. He looks at the parents, looks at the older siblings, and copies them. But even more importantly, never take yourself seriously. Learn to laugh at yourself. And laugh with people who are laughing at yourself. Some of you, if I laugh at you right now, you would, you would beat me up. But who are you? We should learn to laugh at each other. Challenge your comfort zone. Don't do things because they are easy or they are cheap. Take on something else. Search for like-minded people and link up with them. But don't hide behind them. Be willing to stand alone. Excel in service and pursue excellence. Ghana, Ghanaians fear, fear service. We think service is demeaning. So we don't like to serve, but service is what makes people make progress. Excel in service. Be willing to pay the price. Life will give you whatever you ask for, but it will exact its price. And finally, be a student of life and of excellence. Never stop learning. Never stop learning. Never stop reading. Never stop listening. Never stop taking advice. And young people, as an old man, I fear for some of you because at your age, some of you, your parents even dare not give you an advice. If you are a young person and nobody can talk to you, nobody can rebuke you, nobody can question you, nobody can hold you on account, listen to this. You are a disaster waiting to happen. And one day, you will happen. And you will happen big time. And shamefully. Be a student of life. Never stop asking questions. Never stop looking for better ways of doing things. And talking about being a student of life, I have a magazine called The Rover Report Mentally. You'll find copies at the back there. Um, it comes out every month. Whatever you do, let that be part of your reading because it is put together for just people like you, people who believe in their potential and want something out of their lives. I wish every one of you well. I believe in you. Don't look at where you are today. Have a mind to where you can be five years from now, ten years from now, twenty years from now.
And be patient with life as you work to have your dreams come into being. You know, whenever I meet people, young people, they have, they have their life already planned in their mind. By the age of 20, I will do this. By the age of 30, I will do this and I will do this. Well, nice for you. I started my life at the age of 46. That's when I started my life. I had written my first play, written and produced my first play in 1975, when your parents, some of you, your parents have not even met. But it was in the year 2000 that I decided to let everything go and make theater my profession. And it took a while. My first play, I ran a loss that took me two years to pay. My second play, I sold, I was using a white Octavia. White Octavia. I sold it to finance it. The Octavia did not come back. Today, thank God, I don't have to sell anything. You know, whatever it is you want to do, don't look for easy success. It may not happen overnight. But don't let it go. Don't say that, you know, I used to think about this. So I, I used to think I would want to do this. Then they asked you, what did you, I tried it. It didn't work. No. Remember the baby. If a baby has stopped talking at the time it said its first words and we all laughed at it, that baby will still be damp, deaf and dumb. If a baby has stopped learning to walk because it failed, it would have been a cripple. Think about that. Don't be a cripple. Don't be an emotional and a life cripple. You've tried it, it didn't work. Look for other ways to try it. Come back again and come back again. And when people ask you, won't you stop? Tell them, I, would, I am still a baby. I will do it as often as it takes till I get it right. Jesus said, unless you become like little children, you will not see the kingdom of God. Unless you become like the little child you were that has accomplished all that to this point, you will never get to where you need to be. I'd like to see you at the top. I wish you all the best. You are incredible and you can accomplish much more than you are imagining right now. Go out and do it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-99000. You may also subscribe to amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, Always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,